I got the edge and you got the edge and we're gonna take it to the top. Gonna take it to the top, yeah. Take it to the top. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, my guest is Sabrina Runbeck. Sabrina is a cardiothoracic surgery PA with more than 10 years of experience in public health and neuroscience. After overcoming burnout and feeling stuck in a career that drained her, she became an international peak performance keynote speaker to empower ambitious professionals to save at least eight hours per month off their work, increase productivity by 30 plus percent, and become influential in their fields without feeling overwhelmed, underappreciated, or undervalued. That's why people call her the queen of performance and productivity. She hosts the powerful and passionate Healthcare Professionals podcast, has been featured on Thrive Global, Authority Magazine, and numerous stages on such as Fox, CBS, ABC, and Lives on Purpose Radio. She is also an author of an upcoming book, Asian Women Who Boss Up. Welcome to the podcast, Sabrina. So glad to have you here. Thank you so much, Steph, for having me. And thanks, everyone, for listening in. We truly know you can be anywhere and you choose us. So we appreciate your time and the openness you have for us. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. So, Sabrina, I always love to start out by uh, just finding out a little bit about how you came to be the queen of performance from being a you know, PA. Uh, and if you don't know what a PA, it's a physician's assistant, correct? In, in cardiothoracic surgery, which is a high pressure job. I know because I am on the other end of the table when doing those procedures, so. Yeah, thank you so much for giving me that opportunity. Really, I grew up as the only child and the only girl among all the boys in my family. So if from an Asian culture, it's always seemed like girls, you, you can be smart, you can get a good job. Once you get married, things should be settled for you. It, that's what my mom always, uh, and even my aunt and uncles, oh, when are you gonna have kids? When are you getting married? All of those conversations seems like women are supposed just to be a home carrier, home body that take care of things. But I also believe that I see all the boys around me. I am not less intelligent or capable or why should I take the back seat? Why should they just be the ones who carry on the family name, right? And so I was always in school, even when I was in elementary school, I was the VP of social chair where I was doing something. I'm always on the go, seems like even when I was little. And then my mom realized, you know, your personality is a little too out there. So let's go move to the US where people actually appreciate the diversity in wow. what I want to do. So I came here, actually she moved to the US. She was a college professor. When she got here, she started a new career journey in accounting and bookkeeping, financial advisory. Now it's still mathematical, so fit into her core. Now, when I flew over, I flew by myself. At that time, I didn't even thought how big deal that was when I was 12 years old, just kind of, hey, you know, jump on the plane, couple transfers, I'm here. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I didn't know English that well at the time. So 
when I came over, it was about learning who I am as a person and the English language. Now, of course, everyone has some kind of hurdles in their teenage years. On top of that, my mom got into an accident. So I ended up doing flea market sales on the weekends. And that actually pushed me into getting better at speaking, getting better at negotiating, getting better at knowing other people, stranger will come to you, but it's not a scarcity, it's an opportunity. Now I just keep working hard, got my two bachelor degree, two master degree, got my PA license, got to one of the best heart and lung center in the whole country, because guess what? Houston has the best biggest medical center in the world and people fly internationally to see us so from an outside standpoint and they thought well you know you made it you, you are in the thing you're doing and even some of my family friends have said why did you pick heart and lung surgery just like steph mentioned it's one of the most intensive fields mm. and i said well, I found it interesting and diverse. Yes, things can go wrong really quickly, but I get to do it. I get to have the skill. I get to be in the middle of everything. However, that also means what? Intense competition. You constantly have to say yes to things. Hmm. And I think that's not new for any of us who are ambitious, who are go-getters. And we feel like we have to be constantly on, constantly going, constantly approving something to show our value. I remember one day, it was just eight o'clock in the morning. I'm already exhausted because I took call the night before and maybe slept for only three, four hours. And I also woke up with a fever of 101 degrees. It wouldn't have been so bad if I've off call. I was actually in the OR with my hands inside the patient's chest and trying to focus hard just to get through the. Now, typically, I am chatting with our anesthesiology team, the music's going, talking to my supervising physician, my nurse is there. And that day, I was pretty quiet. I'm just staring and trying to get things done. So, one of the nurses thought, wow. Sabrina's quiet, probably not a good thing. And she's coughing over there. So she was passing cough drop and Dayquil under my mask to keep me going. Now, Steph, I know you've probably seen this multiple times, right? right. And where people just thought, you know, it's okay, we can go, what's a big deal, right? But it doesn't take a medical degree to tell any of us that our body is rebellious right now because you never took care yourself and somehow this motion of be aware of your body your thoughts become a secondary become an afterthought instead of a necessity so we constantly say yes to the things that will be pleasing to our patients be proactive use that even as an excuse and when things don't go right we always pivot into that who's did this who did that Right, but not think about, am I owning up to this situation myself? How did I get here? And that's mm. when I start realizing the next morning I woke up, can barely move, covered with nice sweat. Mm. Oh, Sabrina, as you can't do it now, call in sick. So finally convinced my 
did talk to my boss. And his answer on the other line was, "You didn't want to tell me this sooner." Oh wow! <laughs> right, and I I get it in the sense of. We have stuff going on. The patient is there. They are expecting us to show up, but if we can't even show up to ourselves, guess what? We're giving what's left of us, not what's best of us. Right. I love that. What's less? We're giving what's left of us, not what's best of us. That is beautiful. I love that. Yeah. So that's the moment that I realizing. Woo. Guess what? I've been taking calls a lot. I wasn't even think about it, and there was one month I was in the hospital, twenty nine days straight, and uh, I was oh, like in working twenty nine days straight. Wow! Yeah, I was uh, operating Monday to Friday, and weekend I went in still every week weekend days to round, and I was taking night calls. So that becomes like <sighs> the big moment of wow! I never stopped. Yes, I still. Was able to go out to dinner, but guess what? That phone rings. You're leaving, and you're constantly feeling like you're responsible. And there's no way that internal system can shut down. Your immunity is on the high drive all the time. So, how many of us listening to this have you thought actually you've been working seven days a week, even though maybe on the weekends you allow yourself only to do two hours, but you still have to be on. You still have to feel like that sense of responsibility, sense of oh my gosh, what do I have to do today? That to do list might be really long already. Right. Right. So I had to say to myself, "Well, I caused that ripple effect. I said yes to all those things. I didn't propose to expand my team until too much later." I should have done more. I should have found my voice and knowing it's not okay and do more about it. So I went back to my root, which is neuroscience. My at the time was on how to use African hand drum to release stress, and my public health thesis was similar on self-efficacy and self-care. And what I found is every single behavior, when it's a good behavior, it triggers multiple things. So we don't have to focus on ten different things to do. We just need to focus on one. Thing. Oh, It interesting. Reduce how right. much stress we have. Right. And I found multiple other research that talk about the same thing. And then I start to expand myself, getting training from all these high performer like Brenda Burchard, Brittany Brown, um, Michael Haye, and I also got coached to be a positive intelligent coach from one of the professor from Stanford. And now I can say I came up with six simple step to actually. Prevent our passion turning into a poison to actually save us some energy, time, and sanity, so we can actually get more done. And so you can have the precious time to now do what you love to do, and not just the obligation part of us. Right. That is. This is so many awareness moments here. I just love this. So I want to. I want to bring our audience just so that they can feel the gravity of, of what this is, and it. It may not be the same thing for you, the audience. However, I think you can you can you can still transfer it. So, so Sabrina's talking about being in the hospital for 29 days carrying a pager. Now, even when you have that pager attached to your hip, even though you don't, it may not go off the whole night. You're still just always checking it, always waiting on it to go off. 
And when it does go off, at least this has been my experience, I always have this incredible adrenaline dump, which is sends me into this fight or flight response. Even if it's a pager that was a missed page, like they the wrong number gets entered, or I call in and it's it's really nothing. You never know what's on the other end of that. Am I going to have to go in and have an emergency, crack the chest open, uh, save somebody's life kind of moment? So even if that, even if you're out there and you're not carrying a pager, these responsibilities that send us into fight or flight mode have to be addressed. This is what this is what you're helping people with, and I just love this. So. I love that you had all this awareness and you came up with this system to help people. Are you willing to share the six steps or just kind of like a little bit about how people can take care of themselves? Yeah, for sure. I think it would be great to share. As you're saying, we all need to be more aware of ourselves. We're so good of doing part, right? And then but we're really not so good about what is our hidden roadblocks in our life that we haven't even seen and we're just constantly doing like a big well world machine and we feel like hey you know it's going i have so many years i'm already doing it why do i need to stop right and it's i truly believe it's not about completely stop we needed to regroup our energy and momentum to keep going. So number one step really is not about the doing part anymore. I, a lot of people when they're in transition or if even they already start a business where they're in leadership position, they feel like, oh, it's a sense of accomplishment. But again, they start thinking about the new project, the new effect, all these doing part instead of what you do, how is that affecting everything else of your life? Now there's a 10 different component of life. When people start working with me, the number one thing is I give them this hundred question assessment on these 10 core parts of your life. They are career development, which is only 10th, right? Financial mm -hmm. intelligence, personal growth, personal mission, which is very different thing your physical health, your mental fitness, your religion, your spirituality of something that grounds you in that energy and your lifestyle. Let's not forget our quality of life. And then along with quality of life that has our love relationship and social support, mm -hmm. right? All of these are interconnected. We cannot see one thing as the most important because they are all weighted differently. And that's why when people think about seeking balance, it's really hard to put all things balanced. We can do is quality, creating a harmony cycle that we're aware of everything. So number one really is how do you want to live? Now, many times, even nowadays, we use ourselves, you ask a person a question, hey, what's your name? Somehow that doing part, the career part, identify who we are. Right. Like, hey, you, what do you uh, do? What's your interest, right? And that leads to a completely different subject. Right. And without the idea of how do you want to live and think about these 10 components and you not really truly reflecting who you are, how you want to show up, in the society where even for yourself, you're just doing this little narrow tunnel vision into the career part. 
or some people want to pick one of them and they're so concentrated and not realizing, guess what? The things that you thought you were good, maybe you omit it. And things that you omit it, you probably never even think about. So if we have a big vision and that vision become very clear, now that means it comes down to the detail. Otherwise, it become a too big a dream that people don't even want to do. And they start procrastinating and they feel like it's too difficult. So if we have a visualized down to the detail, even including where do you want to live? What kind of car? How big is your family? What type of work schedule you allow yourself to have? And now we can reverse engineer. And how good would you feel once you get there? Right. Right. Yeah, I, system is so fast, right? Like we we love to think about that emotional right. drive. All right, the what I I do a similar thing with with my clients, and it's it's really not thinking of all the things that you want, but thinking how you want to live your perfect day, and then those details, and like so that's really your lifestyle, and then the life that you want is made up of all those perfect days, and so and not a special day, just an average day of like. How would you love to wake up? How would you love to have your work schedule fit into that perfect day? And so I think that's how a a great way to visualize. And I think that's sort of what you're talking about. Right, right. So uh, one of the exercises people can do is, let's say we're sitting down together, right? Uh, And it's a year from now. And you're saying, wow, Sabrina, I'm really happy. I thank you. Thanks, Steph. Thank everybody who has played in my life in here. And what would you share with me that you're so happy about? Right. And then once you can uh, share with me of all those things, means now you can write this to your journal or even share with one of your family member. And then how well do you feel at the moment? Means besides joy, what other emotion has triggered you at the time? Is that proud? Is a sense of contentment? Is that fulfillment? Is it just that I'm at peace, right? Like, what is it that at that moment? Because we can on those emotional drive and stories when you have a moment of down, right? When you are start feeling I'm not, I'm start getting lost. Because I truly believe we don't have a stress management or burnout issue. Those manifest because we are losing our aim in life of what we truly want. And we start losing our boundary and leadership. We don't even remember how to lead our own life. How are you going to make impact anywhere else? (laughs) It's true. I love that. I love that. These are great. These are great uh, tips for people to, to really kind of get it to, to really know the direction that you're going and, and, and think about the balance in your life. Um, because like you're right, if you're, if you're off in one area, it doesn't just affect that area, it affects all the areas. So I love that. It's so important to take care of ourselves. So I love this, this question. I wanna switch gears just a little bit here. Um, Cause I think this is so important um, for people. Well, in any area really, but I, I work with a lot of, of coaches and business people. So how to appear confident, calm and collected in any situation by overcoming unpredictable roadblocks in life. Can you speak into that a little bit? Yeah, amazing. So those tie into my step two and three. So step two is once you have a clear image of what you want it, now what do we do, right? There's gonna be roadblocks, there's gonna be ups and downs. Uh, So positive psychology, we say success 
is measured by two main things. A lot of people always driven by your IQ, your EQ, the degrees you have, the certification, the experience, right? Somehow, especially in people who has a lot of experience or these uh, qualities like law, like medicine, people start coming off as listing all their titles, all the years experience. And then we're like, we haven't got to the point of what you do yet. Like all that doesn't really translate, right? So that means it's only half the equation. You can do more courses and learning and training, but if you're not extracting the right thing, even Napoleon Hill said what? Knowledge is not power until you use it and until you use it correctly. So that's just the half the equation. What's the other half? Think about when is the last time you got a promotion where you, you start something that's really excite you? How long did it last? Our happiness seems to be roller coaster because there are nine sabotaging tendencies that we have. And what's number one? Judgment. We're so self-critical. Yeah. And when we feel like, whoa, I should have done 10 different things today. I can't believe I only finished seven of them, right? And then what the heck, the time just go by so fast, right? <laughs> if we keep becoming that self-critical, guess what we're doing to other people? We start judging them. It becomes so naturally judging. And we're making more stressful environment based out of our self-tending tendencies. Of course, there are the professionalism, there's the people who feel like you have to always go, otherwise they're not productive, right? Just these lies that our mind created, right? Um, so once we know these, it's not just about knowing, it's about how to get out of it, right? Um, why these negative tendencies stay in us? So we also say every one negative thought or action behavior, it takes at least three of them to overcome. That's significant, right? 75%, 25%. Like how much are you going to overcome these things instead of what we typically do along with criticizing is we start thinking about all the things we should have done, right? I should have, could have, uh, would. Should right? have, could have, would have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then guess what? We just trap ourselves into that negativity again and instead of getting ourselves out. And once you get yourself out, that's where we do with neural training, right? Doing these remodulating exercise, now we can go into our empowerment state of five, which are this activator, right? So you're not procrastinating, you're actually gonna just do it and you become more innovative, right? Creative, more empathetic. And it's not just empathy toward others, but to yourself. Be open to receive all the goodness, all the opportunities that's out there from other people and reflecting yourself. So that's how we get rid of roadblocks is that we can't predict, we can't control just because you list every single step on the flow sheet for your team or for yourself, there's bound to be something happening. Right. So if we just understand, hey, that's one of my sabotaging tendency that's stopping me. Okay, take a step back do my exercise, I'm already put myself into a better spot. Guess what? You can do anything. Right. I love that. Oh, wow. That's, that's some, that's some cool stuff right there, Serene. I love that. I uh, know it's so powerful. Very good. So let me think how, how to be influential and build momentum in your career 
without relying on willpower. Oh, this is a good one because willpower doesn't last. We, we have so much willpower at the beginning of the day. By the end of the day, it's it, because it takes energy. Willpower is like this, like it takes a lot of brain energy and our brains resist that. Am I, am I on to something there? Is that kind of yeah. like, okay. Yeah, you're so on the spot. And then it's go into my next step. It's about energy. People thinking about that question itself, people want to know is what, how can I be most productive, right? Everyone wants to get to the productivity part before knowing the beginning step. If you don't know where you need to go, you don't know how to problem solve right on the spot and to change your mindset from the negative to the positive. And if you don't know how to continue to generate that energy, right? How are you gonna get to the productivity side? You can have all the systems and set up, you're not gonna do anything. So momentum first is knowing why you do something, who you're doing this for, and how you want it to show up today, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that my client loved the most is this uh, a weekly alignment burned out bulletproof worksheet. I, I simply say, you deserve it. You deserve to have a half hour to yourself and not be bothered. Grab your favorite drink, whether it's a coffee, tea, or some kind of liquor and wine. <laughs> you are fine, yeah. right? Right, right. And that's the time we're going to reflect. What are the three main value systems I want to represent today and for the rest of the week? If anybody else's expectation or my own expectation come into play that are constantly bombarding us, if it's not aligning, guess what? It's a simple no. That's the first thing of a focus funnel elimination. Mm. Now, what's the next step is... Can I create kind of system that can automate what this need to be done? Can I do it or someone else can create this system? Now we're talking about delegation. We're not good at everything. And let's just be honest with ourselves, okay? If we're good at everything, there's gonna be too many geniuses in the world, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's okay to be our unique selves of being good at just a few things. Right. And it's good to be the expert instead of master of none. Right. And um, that being said, when you come down to the things you have to do, even Michael Hyatt said what we call that freedom compass, our desire of who we are, what we want to do is Things you just love to do come just too so easy to you and you're just good at your inner moment and things that you are really, really good at, right? If it's just your passion and you're not really good at, you have to do a lot of work to figure this out and it become a distraction. And if it's just something you're good at and even people tell you, oh, you seem to be really good at teaching or doing research or setting up a systems, but you don't enjoy, guess what? It becomes a disinterest and you start losing that momentum. So that mm -hmm. is the part. Finding the overlap? Yeah, it is yeah. all about the overlap. Yeah. So before we even get into the overlap, that even just hearing that, it's a lot of work, right? So before doing that, we need to know where our body energy cycle is. 
there's a four type of us. There's the morning lion, the midday bear, the nighttime wolves, and then the people who don't really sleep and don't really know how to send our energy. They're the dolphins. They're the insomnia people. So if we can even just know our in energy cycle naturally, then we can leverage the peak hours of our energy and do more things on our downward of energy. And what I call them these two minutes mental vacations, right? And if we vacation. Yeah. So if we have time, of course, we can practice all together. But people can also just grab the free exercise at sabrinarombach.com forward slash energy. So this is the area where Two minutes is not really long. Two minutes of reset and get your energy and focus back is better than you grabbing your phone and start scrolling social, start scrolling your email and get even more distracted and frustrated, right? And that's why when people say, I don't have time to even sip water. Wow. If you pull out all your phones right now, right, everyone, can you tell me exactly how much battery is left on your phone? <laughs> right? That's awesome. So many of you actually know how much internal battery you have left. Mm. Where's your dial? And if you don't know that, would you be better if you proactively reset yourself? So when you finish, you go home, from working exhausted for a whole day, you don't feel like you have no energy or even the mental capacity to do anything else. The day shouldn't be, oh, I should reward myself, just sit on the couch, eat dinner, and the night's done, right? There are more to life. I'm sure you guys all know you have hobbies, you have family, you have friends, you want to feed off, you want to truly support each other. How would you do that? or even spend time on vacation when you don't even allow yourself to think about all these different components. I love that. That's really, it's, it's so powerful to, to think of ourselves. Do we know where our battery level is and to, and to periodically recharge before we get to the red line, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Steph, you tell me, if we have time, we can do the quick exercise together. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's do it. Why not? Awesome. So for anybody who's listening, watching, as long as you're not driving, or you can pull off the, to the side of the road for two minutes, put your feet completely flat on the ground. You can sit or stand. Either way is fine. And you wanted to shift your body a little bit, move slightly, make sure everything starts to ease down, your shoulders start dropping, your neck is elongating. And imagine there's a balloon on top of your head, slightly lifting your up. So now your spine is aligned. Now you wanted to close your eyes and take two deep breaths in and slow breath out on six, five, four, three, two, one, hold your breath for three, two, one, quick two breath in, deep breath and slow breath out on six, five, four, three, two, one, hold for three, two, one. Now ease into that breath, normal breathing at your own pace. Feeling the air going in and out your nostril. 
maybe they're warm or cold around you. And feeling your chest rising and lowering your stomach easily moving up and down. And now we're gonna put two of our hands together and lightly rub inside of your palm and fingers, focusing only on the sensation of touch. Maybe your nail is smooth or sharp, a little rough. Maybe you feel calluses of your skin. Your hands might be warm or cold. Are they dry or smooth? If any other thought coming to you, you're letting them fly by you like the wind is softly touching skin and gone. When you have more thoughts come to you, forgive yourself for having those thoughts. You're only focusing on the sensation of touch. How is your hands and fingers and nails are feeling to you? And when you're ready to open your eyes, set an intention of how you wanna show up for the rest of this session, this audio podcast, or what do you want them to do afterwards? Once you have that word, go ahead, open your eyes. All right, how do you feel? I feel great. <laughs> I love that. I haven't done one quite like that with, uh, with the touching the hands. So I like that because it really does, it, it takes you out of uh, like, like I know I've talked to a lot of people with like I meditate every morning and people are like, I can't meditate. I have too many thoughts. And I'm like, it's not about getting rid of your thoughts. It's about being gentle with yourself and letting and just coming back to your breath. But actually, you know, focusing on, you know, your hands and the touch is like, yeah, if you're really just focusing on that, it takes you off of any other thought. And, and you and I just really relaxed into it. So awesome. And what's the one word that you pick out? Present. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I hope I want to be present for the rest of the day. Yes, because if we are not present now, sometimes it's really difficult because psychology, we call that mental chatter. That means there are 40 to 80 billion thoughts coming to our mind every day. And more than 80% are from the previous day. So right. how can we be that creative and be innovative and actually do stuff if we're constantly thinking about all this right? right. Have, has happened. And then now the, oh, maybe I need to pay a car laundry. Oh, I forgot to do this, right? All these things. So in even just in a regular conversation, a lot of time what happens is we're talking about one subject, our minds start going off all different tangents, right? We're not able to be present. And how can you show up in the high quality to that patient or client or your family member if your mind is thinking about everything else. Right, right. Do you have a suggestion uh, for uh, how, how you help your clients with, with being present? Is it like, I know with meditation, it's a practice of being present. Is, is, that, your, is that kind of like what you, t you tell people or is there some other 
technique that you help people with to just practice presence? So presence is only one part of it, right? And then with our sabotaging behavior, we tie into this exercise and then we do a visualization. So we use all five senses. Now touch is one, smell, taste, right? Mm -hmm. Hearing. Visualization is the most difficult part, but once you get to the advanced level, you can even just stare at the wall and completely clear your head. Mm. But the sensation part, now we started by relaxing our breath first, right? The quick breath in, slow breath out. The slower the breath out, it slows down our heart rate. Not the inhalation, but the exhalation. Mm -hmm. And I also let you move your body first to be aware of your posture. Because most of us, even when we stand, we hunch over a little bit. So that close your body off into this fetal position is more like a protective way. Instead of be open, just be aware of how relaxed your body can be instead of that tension you're holding, right? And now we are transitioning, we're still our heart, we're aware of our body position. Now we start doing this quick redirecting our mind to touch or smell or taste or hearing. That can shut down what the prefrontal cortex of logical thinking of us that's driving us to create all these thoughts. And then we start going back more into the limbic part of sensation, joy, touch, right, sound. And that creates a different energy in our body. And once you set yourself, you're already more focused and energized and present and peaceful. Now we can add on to the additional exercise where we can identify sabotaging behavior, pick out one, or we on one of the empowerment, how do you feel more empathetic when you're mm -hmm. in a argument per se, right? Um, and or if you really don't want to do something, how do you really activate your self's momentum energy, right? So these things are practices, just like you're saying, in their mental fitness. I love it. I love it. So helpful. So helpful. This has been great, Sabrina. So I wanted I want to switch gears again just a little bit and just talk to us about uh, the your new book that's coming out. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we are 16 Asian women and decided, guess what? Just like what I mentioned in the beginning, all of us have got something. Not everyone good whole family, but we all got to a different place. Some people suffer from cancer. Some people suffer, like myself, burned out. Some people grew up, didn't know what to do, and they want to be a chef. And knowing that a lot of Asian parents is what? Medicine, law, engineering. So it, when you decided to go to all these around, or feeling like you're just an object of image, how can you break free and truly boss up? and define who you are. So now I talk a lot on being a Asian who is very obedient and disciplined in getting my things done, right? I'm just so good at cranking things out. But I'm also a American rebel and having that freedom to say no to things. That's the key for all of us. We have to say no to almost everything then we can say heck yes to the only things that truly light us in right. our life and in everything that we do. Right. I love that. I love that. So, so important to be able to 
Um, and I think that goes back to alignment and values of what we really want. And then we can, when we're, when we're focused on those, then we can say yes to the things we want and no to the things that, that we don't want. So I love that. So beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you. And that's why we start by kind of understanding the whole idea of style, what you truly wanted to show up, identify your value system, have that picture, then building momentum, then understanding we have to master our psychology. Once we've done the core foundation, now we can know where our energy lies, built into your productivity focus foundation, and then learn about what influence. What are the ways that we can elevate people, attract talent to us? And the six weeks, we're not going to accidentally diminishing the right people in our life, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the whole of how can you consistently heighten and sustain as you become a true performer in all of your life. I love it. I love it. So, um, Sabrina, I want to, I like to ask this question. Um, this is, this has been fantastic. I can't wait for this podcast to get out because I feel like it's going to help a lot of people. Um, I want to know, this is one of my favorite questions to ask. If, if you could have a message that was to the world up on a billboard where everyone could see it, what would it be? Yes. I think I'm going to go back to the sentence I said earlier is we have to say no to almost everything now we can say heck yes to the only thing that truly matter oh that's so good that is so good i would see i can always just visualize these on a billboard with people driving by going wow and then they just keep driving and they keep driving and that's all they can think about and it changes their life you know yes because no is a perfect sentence we don't really have to explain it right it's a different system to say no without feeling like we're being uh, too standoff and no is really new opportunity like one of my friends says Ah. I, i love that right? The every no you're saying that means you're actually saying yes to the right things Ooh, so good. So good. I love this. This is fantastic. All right. So, um, Sabrina, is there anything that, that I haven't asked you that you would just love to share with the audience before we close out? I think we talk about a lot of things and people can really settle into those ideas for anybody who wanted to have that exercise, which I have a different, of course, everyone is different. So I built a separate vis- version of that two-minute mental vacation in how can we actually also focus on our eyes, right? We stare at a computer all day. So how can you relax your vision? So you can download that exercise, go to sabrinaroundback.com forward slash energy. And no matter what, try out different things differently, just get a new perspective. And I know we talk about a lot and some of you might want help or just to see, can I add some value into your life? And I'm happy to jump on a call to see if there could be a possibility or refer you to the right resources. So you can go to sabrinarunback.com forward slash blueprint to grab a call with me to see, can we plan a blueprint for you that you can also sustain and heighten in all aspects of your life. And once you get on there, I actually have a free gift for you already, which is like Fox News segment I did on the summarize of the new study came out saying the new age of burned out in the US is 32 years old. So I got to Fox to talk about how can we think differently about where we need to be? 
That's awesome. Oh, this is such a gift. Well, I will link those in the show notes so that um, if you guys didn't get them written down, just check out the show notes and those links will be there. And thank you so much for coming on this morning and sharing your journey and all of these wonderful tips and tricks to, to how to, to show up in the world and how we can preserve our energy and not, and, and say yes and not be in burnout. I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, Steph, for all your time. And thanks everyone for being so open and just be here with us. Yeah. Thanks for listening guys. Dream, I've got the air.